Have you ever wished you could just grab coffee with a top leader in your direct sales company and pick her brain about all the things? Well, you're in luck. My name is Tiffany Spees. Welcome to Directly Different, the podcast where I have conversations with top direct sales leaders and ask them to share what they're doing differently to help them achieve success in their businesses. Direct sales doesn't have to feel spammy or gross. You can absolutely find success in your business by doing things a different way. I want you to feel empowered and inspired to be, well, different. Welcome to the show. Hello and welcome to another episode of Directly Different. How would you describe your fitness level in a few words? Today I'm sharing my conversation with Holly Turhune from Body, formerly Beachbody, and I think she'd describe her fitness level as fun, consistent, and perfectly imperfect. Holly is here today to chat about motherhood, health and fitness, and how her business has positively impacted her life as a single mom. Don't forget to follow her on Instagram to be part of all the fun. You can find her link in the show notes. Hi, Holly. Thank you so much for being my guest on Directly Different. I'm really excited to chat about you. It's been so much fun, even the last few minutes before hitting record, getting to know you. So thank you so much for being on the show this week. Well, thanks for having me. I'm a little, this is my first podcast. I'm a little nervous, but I'm I'm excited. This is going to be great. Yes. Everybody always feels that way, but it always ends up even better than you imagine. So I can't wait to hear how it turns out. So first, to start off, tell us a little bit about you and your family. Yeah, I live in Washington State, so PNW, born and raised, and I'm a single mom of two little boys, Brody, who is six, almost seven, and Maddox, who is three, but will be four on Saturday. So they are wild and keep me busy. (laughs) Yes, I can only imagine. We were just talking about kids and surviving kids and all that. And we're going to make it. That's for sure. Surviving, (laughs) not thriving. (laughs) Yes. But those are such fun ages too. So much adventure, I'm sure. All right. So tell us a little bit about your journey with network marketing. That's kind of why we're here in social selling. So you are with Body, which used to be called Beach Body. And I don't know if maybe those listening, not maybe not everybody knows about the recent change, which we were just chatting about. It was a very necessary and very cool yeah. change that they did, a big old rebrand. So tell us about how you found it, what made you decide to join, and just a little bit about your journey with Body. Yeah. So by the way, agreed. <laughs> body, body being the new name has been the best change I could have imagined. And I'm so I'm grateful to partner with a company that recognizes that necessary change and is willing to do that. So yeah, my story kind of goes back a lot. I've been a coach for almost six years, six years in March. Um, But back then I was doing a different fitness uh, program called Tone It Up. And they have this online community where um, they actually, it's genius marketing. And I, I, I mean, kudos to them being on this side of things. I'm like, that is so smart. They are smart women. Um, but they had us create Instagram pages to do our like daily check-ins and connect with the community and basically share for free what we were doing, which was their program, right? So because of that, I was um, sharing a lot about my workouts and what I was eating and doing my daily check-ins on Instagram. And I had grown over years. I mean, I did that program for years. And 
I had grown my Instagram to a few thousand, like two or 3000 people. They were all just like the tone it up community though. And a lot of just like inactive accounts. So because of that, a lot of Beachbody coaches were sliding into my DMs, inviting me every day. And to the point where it was like, people that you don't actually want to talk to me or get to know me or anything. You just want to sell me your products and make me coach with you. And I had been asked too many times, you know, to the point where I Insta stories were brand new. So, which is like crazy to think about living life without Insta stories, but they were brand new. And I, um, I put on my Insta stories, like, don't, I will never coach. Like I was very, I was very, uh, skeptical and anti, cause I just, it didn't feel good to get the messages that I was getting. Um, and then I had my son Brody, who's almost seven now. And I was a brand new stay at home mom and the workouts while they were they were good workouts. And I don't have anything negative to say about that community and that program. But at that time, neither of them were of the trainers were moms. And so I just felt like I couldn't connect anymore. Um, I needed like efficient, effective 30 minutes, like done. I just needed something quick. I had a little baby crawling all over me. Right. Um, and it was just not like that. It was like, okay, do these moves and do this 20 minute video and then run three miles. And I was just like, I can't do this anymore. I was really frustrated. So my upline coach um, reached out on the perfect day and I was like, fine, I'll, I'll try. And then she tried to get me on a phone call multiple times and I dodged her multiple times and um, she would follow back up. And, and I was, I was just nervous and I had to eat a lot of crow in order to say yes to this. And, but I did. And, and I said, um, I won't coach. I'll do these workouts because everyone seems to love them. Everyone says they're so great. I fine, I'll do it. Um, and then like seven days later, I'm like, okay, I'll coach. I love it. I totally drank the cool. I was like, this is what I've been missing. Um, I love it so much. I fell very fast, hard in love with it. And then have, and the community and the accountability groups and the workouts. And I've never once looked back. So six years of coaching and I've never stopped. I've never like taken a break or, um, you know, of course there's different seasons in life, but I've never, I've never stopped. <laughs> I love that. And it's funny because we sometimes do shy away from, you know, maybe not cold messaging, but direct messaging and say, you know, without knowing the person, but it worked in your instance. I don't know. I know. Like you said, I on know. the right day at the right time, perfect timing. Yeah. So you never know. Is it recommended? No, but it, I mean, here you are. Yeah. And I will say that my upline coach were such great friends now. And even though I was like dodging her and things back then, um, which we joke about now, but uh, she actually cared and I could tell, you know, and I think that's the difference of like, we actually had a connection and we, she actually cared and we had babies the same age and we would talk a lot about that. And I never felt like she was driving, like she would include, invite me, but she wouldn't drive the conversation only to just invite me to this opportunity. Right. I didn't feel like I was being hustled. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I love that. She added a human connection to your connection, which was, yeah. which was vital to why you joined. Yep. And right. Day. <laughs> like literally day. <laughs> yeah. So you never know, you never know if somebody needs it. And what's funny is I was even still posting my check-ins for my workouts as if I loved them. Like I wasn't saying like, Hey, by the way, I'm really struggling because I don't love this anymore or it's not working for me anymore. Um, no, I was like, check in, <laughs> you know, uh, here I am. <laughs> I'm still doing this. Yeah. 
So she didn't know that I was struggling, but it just, she just happened to happen to reach out at the right time and follow up at the right time. Yeah. Yes. Everything happens for a reason. Totally. It's a great reminder. All right. So you are known here on Instagram for your adorable reels. They're just so fun and they're just authentic. And, you know, I mean, you look great in everything you wear, but you always have the cutest little like workout outfits on. (laughs) You bring so much fun to your reels and to your content, which I appreciate so much. So how do you hope to inspire others in their fitness journeys as a body coach? Yeah. So my goal always is to help women recognize that and realize that it doesn't have to be all or nothing that like it actually shouldn't and can't and won't ever be perfect. So um, just finding, finding ways to, to, to make small changes and ha- make it fun and, and to like really focus on instead of like trying to hate ourselves skinny, love ourselves healthy. And that sounds like super cheesy, but, but it's true. It's like, I don't actually care what your scale says or your abs look like or anything. Like, I don't care at all. What I care about is you getting to be an active member in your kids' lives and in your own life and taking lifestyle disease off the table. And like those kinds of things matter so much more to me. And I just, that's the impact I hope to make on if anyone ever watches my content or joins my group or anything like that's, it doesn't have to be perfect and never will be perfect. And it actually doesn't even have to suck, right? Like it can be fun and it can be like real life and, and, and about being stronger and healthier and not just about being thin. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And I'm one who I need a gym. I need a physical gym to go to. And I also need a class setting. (laughs) I'm so high maintenance. I sounds like I'm high maintenance. No, that's not. I (laughs) am all about people finding what works. (laughs) Like it's it's not always going to be my my thing. And I think that's okay. I think that's how we have to go out in, in like building our businesses. It's like, I'm not telling you your way is wrong. It's not. You're, you're getting healthy. You're doing your thing. Now, if you were in a position where you couldn't get to a gym, like physically couldn't get to a gym, well, then we need to pivot and figure out what will work, right? What mm-hmm. we can make work. Yeah. Exactly. And that happened a couple of years ago. But yeah, sure. I just have found that when I go in, go into it, it really is a mental thing. Cause when I go into it with an attitude of like, this is so fun. I love my Monday morning class that I go to. It's enjoyable. I'm using the body that God has given me <laughs> that yeah, has exactly. children. And exactly. just to be able to appreciate that, I find that I enjoy it so much more. And that it's very rare that I'm hating a workout because yeah. And I've never been like that before. And so I feel like just that attitude, just that mindset of having fun with it and just enjoying it and not putting pressure on ourselves to be skinny at the end of it, you know, or whatever, because that's not what matters. Who cares about that? Right. And so I think that I love that you are, you have that mission to remind people that it's fun and it should be fun. It can be. It doesn't have to suck. That's like my, like my token term or phrase. It doesn't have to suck. It really doesn't. And yeah. hard work, I mean, it it can be still hard work, but also oh, be fun. Oh, sure. Right. Sure. Challenging. Sure. But it doesn't have to be like, oh, I, I can't eat my son's birthday cake on Saturday. Uh, no. <laughs> like, yes. I'm sorry. I'm eating it. You know? <laughs> That's right. And, and I'm going to work out and I'm not going to have to worry about earning the calories. And it's like, yeah, it's all like you said, it's mindset. It's all, it's in your mind. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. I know I've done those restrictive diets before and just, just to try it, just to like see yeah, how so I did I. mentally, Season. right? Right. Yeah. Very trendy yeah. thing to do. But yeah. I got to a point where I'm like, I don't, I don't want to be told what to do. <laughs> yeah. so bad. I don't want to be told what to eat or what's not to eat. I, but Honestly, I almost had like a mental block about it. It was horrible. Totally. Yeah. And it's like, no, I don't, I'm mad at that salad now. I I liked it last week when I was having it, not on this restrictive diet, but now I'm mad at it. I think that you, you pointed out something like so huge that I really believe in. And that's like, and that's like these restrictive diets are like, okay, fine. We've, we've probably all tried them. Right. But if you can't see yourself doing that same thing in a year, like what's the point of doing it now? Like what, like, why, what do we get now if we can't see ourselves doing it in a year? So finding like that sustainable balance and like the real life, get the workout in because it's the the best thing for our body, right? Like, like take so many things off the table and, and we can keep up with our kids. And like, that's, it's all, it's a positive thing. Working out is a positive thing, but not making it like our whole identity of like, I, and now I can't, participate in life. And it's like, no, if you can't do that in a year from now, and if you can't go to the gym for two hours in a year from now and only eat broccoli and, and chicken breast in a year from now, then what's the point of doing it now? Like, it doesn't, like it's just like, find that long-term sustainable plan. I totally agree with this. And I also think all of that, all of the above applies to business too, right? As business owners, we have to find what is sustainable and what we enjoy and what we can see ourselves doing in a year or two years. Like you said, you're, you've been in this for six years. It's not a, you know, something that you tried for six months and you're out. You are in it for the long haul, I think it seems like. And so you have to find things and business practices and, you know, systems that will work for you now and in the future. So will you outline for us just to transition over to business chat? Will you tell us kind of an overview of, you know, your, your day-to-day or your week-to-week or month-to-month kind of different systems that you have for your business as a single mom who is so busy and you have schedules and all these kinds of things going on. Tell us how you do it. Yeah. I, the way I structure my business is a little, is different than what like your average I don't know, actually, I don't know how other people do it, but I'm like Enneagram seven, like dreamer head in the clouds. Right. So like, I am not super organized. Like I, I have like a calendar that I'm really loyal to because I have to be. Um, but the way I structure things is with, is with systems because I, if I don't, <laughs> I don't know what would happen. So I have a monthly accountability group that I create the content for because I really enjoy that. It's just like a, you know, it's like a fun accountability group for my challengers is what I call them, um, where they, they, I connect them with the resources that I use personally. It's like a Netflix for fitness, kind of like it's a whole platform um, of workouts and nutrition, all that good stuff. I connect them with that. And then I walk through it with them. And I think that's what I love about this business so much for myself is that instead of my job ending at the transaction, that's really when I feel like it starts. And so I then um, help people pick a program and like get you all set up to get on your fitness program. And then I have this fun uh, community accountability group where um, I just go on then and and encourage and love. And I do, you know, weekly check-ins via text and all that good stuff. Um, And then the other part of my job, of course, is mentoring my team and my coaches. And that's a lot of just like, you know, one-on-one calls to troubleshoot or like in threads, hyping people up and getting, you know, and like 
sharing my energy and love for this business and sharing trainings and different things like that. Um, and then I have a monthly new coach um, mentorship that happens. It's two weeks long. And it's like, I just have everything set up to like, okay, challenge group starts the first Monday of the month. And the, uh, the new coach mentorship starts the third Monday of the month. I just keep it like really system oriented. And this is new for me because I used to be like, uh, <laughs> like, oh, you can't see my hands in the podcast, but all over the place. Like I, I used to be a hot mess and I still was making it work, but it was just so stressful. And then you mentioned I'm a single mom and I literally can't live like that anymore. So I implemented these systems recently. I mean, not super recently, but over the last few months and it's uh it's been a game changer and I'm, and, and that's really what I do. I, my job is truly, I view it as connect you with the resources, help you walk through the resources. Like that's, that's really it as a, as when I'm mentoring coaches and when I'm mentoring challengers, right. It's the same idea. It's just what the, the, the meat of the conversation is about. Right. Yes. Yes. And that's so helpful when you can set up a system that you can just kind of rinse and repeat for, for each month. It's so helpful. Yeah. And then of course, um, a big part of my job is social media. Right. And so I show up every day whether you want to see me there or not. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, I show up on my stories every day and just share a lot of behind the scenes and share my energy. That's kind of like, I don't know, that sounds like cheesy to say, but like, I'm just sort of known for like big energy. And so you're going to see me dancing in my kitchen every single morning with my pre-workout and my green shot and all that good stuff. Um, because I find joy with, that's who I am though. Right. So I think it's so important when we talk about this to like, I'm not telling you to go dance in your kitchen to Shania Twain. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is like when my mom watches my stories, she's like, ah, that's my kid, right? Like, this is who I am. Like, that's, this is my, this is me. I know I'm like scary, right? Um, <laughs> this is never turns off. But that, it's just being genuine and like sharing the behind the scenes, sharing my personality and sharing people be- like are attracted to it because they believe it, right? So I think, that's a huge part of my day to day. And like my job, <laughs> I like laugh when I say job, because I'm like, is this really a job? I, it is, <laughs> it's my livelihood, but it's, it's pretty fun. Um, and then of course, creating the reels and creating the content to bring new faces in and to be able to help more people. Yeah. So that's like, those are like the twofold, I guess, threefold of my job is like social media, bringing new people in, helping my challengers, you know, to, to, fit this into their lives and then helping my coaches do the same. Yeah. Awesome. I love it. And you were so consistent online and that's, that's why you're here today. Cause you know, right. I didn't see you one time six months ago or whatever. And oh yeah, that girl, no, I see you all the time on stories. Right. Like you said, showing up just as yourself with a lot of energy and just kind of bringing people in, into what you do on a daily basis as a single mom, a body coach, a, you know, working through all the challenges of life. And so I yeah. think it's really neat that you do that. And and it really does attract the the people that you want to serve. It attracts them to you by you yeah. showing up. And so right. it's it's part of your job. It really is. Because that's how you're going to keep yeah. going. Well, <laughs> and honestly, I mean, this is this podcast is for like other people in business, right? So I I think we all may, if you've been in the business long enough, <laughs> like you're not brand new, um, but if you've been around long enough, you remember the like follow unfollow days, and that that felt so disgusting. And I'm so grateful to be able to just put out content that brings people who actually want what I have. Like we have such a, it's so much 
in some ways, what we do is more difficult these days than it was in 2018, right? But in so many ways, it's so much better. <laughs> I mean, it's so, I'm so grateful for the way, you know, social media has changed so that now we can, you know, create, be creators and um, bring people to our table instead of having to go like knock on their door and be like, please love me, you know, <laughs> like it, yeah, it's just, I, it feels so much better for me. Yes. So much more authentic. It's a much more authentic experience than it used to be. Yeah. And I think also you don't have to have this big energy personality in order to do that. We were talking about a friend of mine before, um, who's also a coach who we are so wildly different from each other. We're great friends, but we just are different, very different energies, very different people. And she's incredibly successful. And I'm I, that's weird to say about yourself, but and I'm, <laughs> I'm finding success on social media also because I'm just, we're both just being ourselves. I think that's like the big, the best takeaway is like, you just have to be you. And when you tr- pretend and try to play a character or be somebody else, that's when it's hard and people don't want to follow you because they don't believe you, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's too hard to keep up with too. No, thanks. We got enough we're, on our plate. <laughs> right. And then when you meet people in real life, I, I have met people obviously in six years, they're like, Oh wow. This is just who you are. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> what do you mean? Yeah. Aren't I fun? <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> no, it's a huge compliment to, to get yeah, that. No, it, sure. They always mean it in a good way, but yeah. So with running a business and we talked about how you are, you know, working through the challenge of being a single mom and figuring it all out. So, and among other life changes, that's not the only life change you've had in the last year or so. So how have you seen the benefit of having time freedom and time flexibility? And how have you seen that, you know, benefit your everyday life? Yeah. So when I started this business, I was married and I had one baby, right. And then over the last six years, I have had another, uh, another baby and then got a divorce, which I obviously, without going into like the nitty gritty of that situation. Um, when I was a stay at home mom, brand new stay at home mom, and I had never not had an income and not, and not worked right. Like that's, that's was really exciting for me at first, like have an income back. Right. And then I very quickly found that this could be some independence in my, and unfortunately in my marriage, which I needed. And so over the years, I was able to build this and divorce was never my goal. It was never what I wanted for my life. But on this side of divorce, I can look back and recognize that while it started out as a side hustle kind of thing, then it it turned into something that I was able to pay off a lot of our debt with now has turned into my livelihood. And I can't imagine having to go like my kids already went through this huge transition of their parents getting a divorce. Um, and now they live in two homes and like all this life change. I can't imagine also adding the life change of their mom having to go back to a nine to five because she doesn't get to be a stay at home mom anymore. Right. So, um, and how much, how, how much that would have added onto our plates and the stress of finding a job and all the things that I didn't have to do because I was able to pick up and bring my business with me. And now it's, you know, it used to be something different and it's changed with my life. And I think I'm so grateful for that and know, and 
not realizing that six years ago when I made this decision, I was, I was, you know, going to set my, me and my boys up, my family up for, um, for this to sustain us. Right. And like, and for this to be like my job, you know, I don't have to go get a regular job and I'm really just grateful for that. Yeah. Yeah. That is a huge blessing because it really is. I talk to mom friends all the time and I, you know, it's a full-time job juggling field trips and class parties and doctor's appointments. And, you know, we have spirit week this week. My kids have spirit week and just figuring out all of that. It kind of is so much on my plate. I don't know how to make a donkey costume (laughs) the day before school out of pipe cleaners. I I don't know. (laughs) I'm out of ideas, kids, but I mean, it really is. I just told my friend the other day, I said, being a mom is kind of like or the extra stuff that comes being a mom. is kind of like the side hustle to being a mom. You know, you have like (laughs) a side, you're a mom and then you have the side hustle of all the extra stuff. And then it just seems like, oh my goodness, there's so much on our plates. And so, like you said, I can't imagine having to voluntarily leave my home and go to a job and clock in and be there and not be, I don't, I just can't, the time flexibility. And I always, I always feel like, I'm a total like people pleaser and I'm like, well, but if that's your reality, that's okay too. You know? And like, I do think it, it's right. It works for some people. I just, in the season of my life and how much change has already happened, I cannot, I cannot, I cannot. No. I'm so grateful to have been given the opportunity so many years ago so that I could have that independence. So I could then ultimately make the best decision for me and the kids. Uh, without the fear of like, and then I'll have to go get a regular job. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And those listening who have full-time jobs, like you guys are incredible. I don't, we, Dude. we don't know how you do it. Yes. <laughs> Tell us, share your, share your secrets with us. Cause yeah. that's Seriously. crazy. <laughs> do you sleep? We're wondering. <laughs> we don't sleep and we know you're it's more full. No. <laughs> yes, exactly. You guys are amazing. So Holly, what would you say to those listening who, you know, we know that we need to give up the idea that we need to show up perfectly and show up, you know, in life and in business and in motherhood, we need to show up perfectly and always and on time. And (laughs) I struggle with that, but what would you say to the listener who is, who knows, you know, we hear that we need to give up that idea, but we're struggling with how to do that or, or what that means. And we feel like if we do give up we kind of, you know, let go of these expectations that we put on our own selves, Yeah. but <laughs> you know, funny. we, it is, it's crazy. And we think that if we, if we don't do these things that we told ourselves we have to do that growth and change won't happen. So what do you tell the person that is struggling with that, with giving yeah. that up? Okay. To be totally honest, and I'm just going to, to be honest, because that's all, all I know how to do. I have never struggled with perfectionism. I think I mentioned this before, but I'm like, I'm a dreamer. I'm like head in the clouds. I'm just like sort of rolling through life, like happy and joyful. And like, well, I don't know, like I'll figure it out. Kind of, that's kind of always been my mindset. Um, so I, so I can't identify. And so it's really hard for me to give you advice on something I've never experienced. But what I can say on this side of the fence, like looking over, you know, outsider perspective, outside looking in we're humans. Like we, with you setting yourself up for failure every single time, if you expect perfection out of yourself across the board, because eventually life will happen. Eventually, you know, somebody will get sick or something will happen or your car will break down or whatever, like insert real life 
happenings here, you're setting yourself up for failure every single time if you expect perfection out of yourself. And it's so it's not possible. You're a human being. It's not possible. So it's actually like a low standard to set for yourself because you're guaranteeing failure, right? Like if you're if you're expecting perfection, you're you have a zero percent chance of making that happen every single time, right? So I would just say, I'm trying. It's so hard. I mean, I'm not like <laughs> like I don't have this problem, but let me tell you. Let me lecture you. No, I'm just kidding. But um, just like you have to practice, right? It's like practicing saying like the way you talk to yourself and and the way that you show up and and like letting yourself breathe a little and knowing that um, the the growth and change that you mentioned. I love how you worded that question because the growth and change comes in the failure. Like that is when we grow and change. That's when we get better when we like are, you know, we are pressed into the person that we need to be to achieve the next goal, right? Is like through the failure, through the 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 things that don't go our way, through the troubling times and through having to learn how to pivot and and change um, things. And so, so just know that like, yeah, no. And that's the thing is like, I'm a super competitive, so you don't have to like it. <laughs> like that's I, one time my kid's dad was, and we're fine. We're friendly, right? Like we don't have any, um, uh, but he was saying when we were married, he was saying to Brody, who's, um, very competitive, like his mommy, um, was, he was saying, it's okay to lose. It's okay to lose. And I was like, no, <laughs> no, it is. But don't say that to him because you don't, you don't have to like to lose. Like you'll never like it. You'll never like a failure. You'll never like to lose. But what you can do is recognize that, that it's like, it's a growth moment, right? Like change that language. And like, instead of like, oh, I failed. So I'm a failure. It's like, okay, I failed to reach this goal. And then first, first of all, I'm so much closer to achieving it next time. And second of all, okay, what can I learn from this? Like, that's the way I feel like we have to like learn to talk to ourselves in that way. So like, it's always going to suck. Don't expect it not to suck someday. (laughs) Like, I feel like that's, that's okay. You know, it's okay to not like it, but it's also healthy to fail, to learn, to, to change and grow and pivot through those hard seasons. Yeah. And I think that it also, lends to more sustainability. We were talking about sustainability and in working out and in fitness. And I think that learning to fail helps you last longer because if you are, you know, if you know that the failure will come, then, oh, well, great. We can move on. I also think too, just a practical suggestion for anybody listening. If you, I know, I mean, I struggle to show up on a consistent basis and I find that stories are a good place for me to start when I'm feeling, you know, unsure of myself or feeling perfectionism creeping in because Mm -hmm. they expire after 24 hours. So who cares? Like, and you know, less commitment. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. And so less people, you know, people may not see it. They might miss it or whatever. So if you're feeling kind of unsure about yourself today, just do a story. It'll be gone by tomorrow. So (laughs) I also think there's nothing wrong with sharing about that limiting belief and like that that like, I like when you're struggling, other people are too. And that's really relatable, honestly. All right, Holly, let's talk specifically about fitness because you're a guru today. So we're going to, we're going to utilize this. (laughs) So, and it's the new year. I'm sure people have, you know, set some fitness goals. I guess we can, can we still say it's the new year? It's like mid February, (laughs) right? it's sort of the new year. And 
they do say that a lot of resolutions have been given up by now. So if you are still hanging on to your resolutions, good for you. But uh, let's talk a little specifically about fitness. So what are some of your favorite workouts to do? Yeah, I'm a big, I'm one of those people that just likes to work out. I know it's annoying. And, um, I didn't always, I wasn't always this way. I really truly wasn't. I like my college self who like ate little Caesar's pizza and drank beer every day, like definitely not who couldn't run. I couldn't run a mile. I literally didn't try out for the high school soccer team because I couldn't run the like six laps in 12 minutes or something. So I'm not like, I've not been this like lifetime fit person, but I love it. I just learned to love it. So I, I like to mix it up. Lifting weights is my favorite, but I love a program where it's like a really good combination of lifting heavy. Cause I'm just like feeling strong and getting stronger, but then also like it added some like added cardio, like a good combination program, because there's just nothing like those endorphins, you know, but I also love to run my brother-in-law. Who's like my brother. He's I've known him since I was 11. Him and my sister have been together since they were teenagers. So he is, uh, he's been super inspired me lately. And so he's running another half marathon and I just blindly impulsively decided to join him. So we're doing it in May. So I'm going to be running quite a bit more than normal, but I love to run for mental health, right. Instead of like it being my only workout. So training for a half marathon is like not my favorite, but I do love to run. And I just love, I just like love being active. So, um, anything active and fun. And that's the thing that like, you don't have to have like a specific workout, you know, to do, to like go on a bike ride with your kids or play tennis with your kids or, or with your friends or whatever it is. It doesn't have to be intentional movement is what I like to say. It doesn't have to be like a workout video. Yeah. Yes. Right. And I was just going to say that too, that movement can really be anything. And it does, like you said, it doesn't have to be popping the, I remember my growing up, my mom had those abs of steel and buns of steel videos yeah. <laughs> and she would pop them in when we went to school yeah. and I would see them like stacked up by the VCR. It doesn't have to be okay. like that anymore, <laughs> but it can be if you want. But it absolutely can be. Yeah. There's tons of resources. Yes. So I mean, you're training for a half marathon. That's incredible. And so, and you mentioned that, you know, maybe not your favorite type of thing to do, but what motivates you on days where you just don't feel like getting up and moving and working out? I know you said you love working out and you love being active, but what yeah. motivates there you on no, the days? There are definitely days. Yeah. I think that part of it is, I mean, I've been consistently working out except for like, you know, postpartum and like, there's been seasons of, of not, not you know, not being consistent. Um, but I have been consistently working out. It's just been a part of my life since I was, I think 21, 22, when I found 22, when I found tone it up and then that just like started. So I'll be 33 soon. So over 10 years of just really consistently, um, working out. And so a big piece of it is just dedication. <laughs> like I just do it. You know, I, I know that that's like, we were like, but I, I'm not there. So like, help me get there. And I think that's when things like, I mean, pre-workout that helps. Right. And like turning up loud music that I just like want to sing and dance to so that I can like get my blood pumping and like get my energy right before a workout. And honestly, just like giving myself the like green light to, okay, if I'm feeling this workout is doing more harm than good in 10 minutes, I'll shut it off. And I just, I've never had to shut it off. You know, like you end up like you get moving 
and you, and unless of course you're like, I would never suggest pushing through injury, but if you're just not feeling motivated, that's different. And like leaning in anyway, and like also having a coach and an accountability group and like the, the things like that. So I think there's like a difference between like, yeah, the resources are out there. Like we all know that, that we can go to YouTube and we can find a free workout right now. We can go outside and go for a walk right now. And it's free. And we, and like, we have that at our fingertips. Right. But it's like, we can't always, or we, we don't always do it because we don't have that extra accountability and help and like the nudge that we sometimes need. And I think that's okay. So yeah, between pre-workout and, um, and like turning loud music up and giving myself an out if I need an out and then leaning into an, a community, that's really where I would say, like, that's what I do on a, on an unmotivated day. Yeah. Yes. And I would for sure say that the accountability is important for me in my own fitness journey because, and I say fitness journey very loosely because <laughs> I'm not, I'm not one who, journey. You know, not a, what, what do they call it? Gym rat or whatever. I'm not, right. one but I, that accountability is what gets me there each and every time we have the class. And so oh. I, cause I know we're on a text thread and I know that if I don't come, they won't, you know, where are you? But they, Oh, we missed you last week. You know? And yeah. I don't, if I can be there, I need to be there. I know. Or like, I mean, there's something to be said about putting your money where your mouth is. And I'm not trying to like sell you on my challenge group right now. I just mean like, yes, there are free resources online and you could totally do that. But like when you sign up for a program, you kind of have to follow through or you just threw money down the drain, right? Same with like, I like to do yoga sometimes, but I only like to do hot yoga because I need it to be really sweaty and hard because that's just, you know, yeah. I don't know. Um, but that's probably not the point of yoga, but I like to do it for stretching and like getting loose and stuff. But anyway, so if I don't go to that yoga class, they're charging me $15. So like I'm going, you know, <laughs> even if I don't really feel like it anymore, but yeah. So I think it works. And then also being a coach, I work out for myself for my own health, but like, it's also kind of my job. I've actually worked with coaches, um, in the past that, um, the whole reason they started coaching was because they were like, I can't find the accountability myself for myself. Like I just, I can't, I'll talk myself out of it. But then they were able to use coaching as like an added layer of accountability because they had like not had to, of course, no one's, no one's your boss. No one's saying like, you didn't work out yesterday, Tiffany, right? Like, but they are, they, but then, but there are people watching and waiting, like waiting and you said you were going to, and it's like that, like public accountability, that like extra layer and it works. And it works, yeah, to get you going, right? And then you find the consistency and then it just becomes a part of your life. And my kids now will ask, I mean, I've been working out with them at home since they were both babies. So they're like, when are, are you're not working out? When I don't work out at like kind of my normal time for whatever reason, if I have to change the day up or something and they're like, mom, you are working out. And I'm like, see, <laughs> like, it's just that consistent. It's just not a non-negotiable, yeah. Yes, exactly. And they're watching and you are, you're an example to them. We're all examples to not just our kids, but to those around us. Like you said, with that accountability factor, we are an example of, you know, either positive or not so positive things. And so working out, that's so positive, such a positive daily habit to have. And so I love that you are spreading that everywhere and just showing up consistently. And it's really, like you said, 
about your business starting it six years ago, six plus years ago, and just really setting yourself up, kind of laying the groundwork to set yourself up to where you are now, you are doing that. You and those who are working out are doing that with their health too. We're setting ourselves up for the future. And you know, you're 33, almost 33. I'm 35. And it really, uh, it's a thing. I mean, you hear all these old people talking about getting older and getting creakier and it really, it's happening. It's so weird. And I don't want to be an old lady who can't get off the couch. Like I want to be able to hang out with my grandkids and, you know, be able to go travel around the world with my family or whatever. And so yeah. 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 Well, and it's like one of those, like if they say, I don't know, I'm only 32. Right. But they say like, if you don't use it, you lose it. And it's like, you gotta, you have, like, you have to invest in yourself now and not later. Like it's like, it's, it's now, you know, and life. I, I just don't believe in letting life pass us by. I'm not one to like, I'm not a big new year's resolution person. And we mentioned those, but I just, am like, what, what's wrong with a Wednesday in February? You know, what's wrong with a mid April, you know, like after in the afternoon, even like you can decide right now to just make little tweaks and to make healthier changes in your life. And it does. And that's, I think the thing about the all or nothing, like it's a hundred percent on or a hundred percent off. And like really those be that being a really like yo-yo unhealthy way to, to do this business or fitness. Like it just, it applies to all of it. So, um, like just like, okay, you can't, maybe you can't like perfectly show up for your business right now or your, or get a whole, you know, hour long gym session in, but like, you could probably go for a walk and you could probably post on your Insta stories, right? Like you could probably do something little right now, um, to then create that momentum going forward. Yeah. And it's so much easier when you have momentum to keep it going. Right. Blaze taught us that. (laughs) That's exactly right. Moms of littles unite. (laughs) Non-moms are like, who's Blaze? (laughs) Oh man, I know, right? There's so many characters. And I even feel now that I'm a little bit past that, I took me a second. I was like, Blaze. Oh yeah, Blaze. Yeah. It's in the monster <laughs> oh, machine. Yeah, so older than mine. <laughs> My youngest is three. We still very much watch Blaze. <laughs> yes. Thank goodness for Blaze and for Blippy and for Bluey and for all who am I who am I missing? Spidey, right? <laughs> Spidey. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. So Holly, now that everybody has heard your story, and I love all these parallels between our fitness journey and our business entrepreneurial life as well. I feel like everything was so parallel and it all kind of plays plays together. But those listening who are ready to make some changes, especially in health and fitness, and they are just loving your energy and they want to work with you, how can they work with you? How can people find you? Yeah, you can find me on Instagram. That's pretty much the only place I hang out. Um, It's healthy Holly with an I. So H-O-L-L-I. Um, and man, I wanted to change that a long time ago. And everyone was like, you may not, <laughs> it's that's who you are. <laughs> so I wanted to just make it my name, but no, it's healthy Holly forever. And, um, I have a link in my bio if you want to fill out my form or something, but honestly, just blend by DMs. That's the best way to where, I mean, that's just where I'm at. And that's the, that's the best way to get in touch with me. And I, I'm really intentional about, you know, getting in and staying in my DMs and clearing them out every single day. So quick reply. And, uh, and yeah, that's, that's where you can find me. And I, and, and also lots of people just follow me for my reels and like, like getting content ideas and stuff. And that's fine too. Yeah. 
I love it. And honestly, that's, I think that's how I found you was through a reel. And I was like, I like this chick. She's really cool. <laughs> I can take some ideas from her. And so here I, here we are. Yeah. Love it. So again, I appreciate you so much sharing your journey and just sharing your wisdom about just letting go of perfectionism, whether or not you possess it in the first place, you just got to let it go. Right. <laughs> so I appreciate you so much coming on and sharing your story and being with us this week. Thank you for being on directly different. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much for listening in to this week's episode. In my opinion, it's way more fun to share life with a friend. So if you loved what you heard today, feel free to take a screenshot and post it to your socials so your friends can listen into the show too. Don't forget to tag me at Directly Different Podcast and I'll be sure to give you a shout out. Speaking of social media, follow me on Instagram at Directly Different Podcast and send me a DM. I'd love to continue the conversation. I'll catch you guys in the next episode.